Hi, I'm Jason and you are listening to The Slippery Slope. So today I want to talk about this topic. My belief, my opinion that Australia is on a slow but steady road to becoming a totalitarian nation and a police state. So the definition of a police state is a totalitarian state controlled by a political police force that secretly supervises the citizens' activities. Definition of a totalitarian state, according to vocabulary.com, is a government that subordinates the individual to the state and strictly controls all aspects of life by coercive measures. A synonym would be totalitarian regime. So why do I say this? So in Western Australia, even this morning, we saw the Premier Mark McGowan make statements about new restrictions imposed on unvaccinated. He stated that these restrictions on the unvaccinated will last for years. One of the new rules is that unvaccinated cannot even go through a drive-through bottle shop. What was the reasoning for this? He didn't give a reason other than, you know, COVID. And what possible justification could he use that would seem reasonable? Yet no one in the media pushes back. No one questions the reasoning. No other, nothing, no one else from any other political arena, arena questions any of his decision making. So now at the moment, more than 90% of Western Australia's population aged over 12 is double dose vaccinated with a triple dose rate of around 34%. And amid accusations of fear mongering in the wake of his decision to delay Western Australia's border reopening indefinitely, McGowan this week doubled down. No one, like I said, in the media questions or seriously pushes back. There's nothing from the federal government. The church is silent. Going over to Victoria. If you look back at what happened in 2020, I did a, a podcast on this and what was happening with the tower lockdown and being in breach of human rights according to the legal ombudsman. So on the 17th of December, 2020, the legal ombudsman in Victoria said, the timing of the lockdown of North Melbourne and Flemington public housing towers on July 4 was not based on direct health advice and violated Victorian human rights laws. An investigation by the Victorian ombudsman has found. The investigation found a temporary lockdown was warranted and successfully contained the outbreak, but that its immediacy was not based on direct public health advice. And the rushed lockdown was not compatible with the residents' human rights, including their right to humane treatment when deprived of liberty. Now, according to the state ombudsman, Based on the evidence gathered by the investigation, the action appeared to be contrary to the law. It's not my words, this is what the Ombudsman said. In a just society, human rights are not a convention to be ignored during a crisis, but a framework for how we will treat and be treated as the crisis unfolds. So the Victorian government has refused to apologize to the residents locked inside Melbourne's public housing towers amid a growing coronavirus outbreak despite the Ombudsman deeming the hard lockdown as unlawful. And again, no one questioned either the response from the government or the outcome for the people. Again, in Victoria, 
I think this is about 2020 as well, a Christian pastor placed a post on Facebook stating he will not be closing his church under lockdown rules as it is in violation of biblical teaching. Victorian police arrested the pastor for incitement and held him in remand for seven days. Yet again, no one questions the validity of the charges or the harsh outcome of being held in remand for seven days for incitement. No one questions the action of Victorian police at all. The media doesn't push back. Federal government didn't say anything. And again, the church was silent. In New South Wales, I believe this was just last year, when New South Wales police enforced the health regulation laws on a Muslim funeral, which forced mourners to leave a funeral due to limits placed on the number of people allowed to attend. Even though the mourners were sitting in vehicles separated from other mourners, they were trying to do the right thing. And yet New South Wales police still thought it was the right thing to do was to force these people on, cause a scene, not allow them to attend a funeral. And yet no one in the media pushes back or questions the actions taken by New South Wales police. Last year in 2021, when Queensland police used standover tactics to intimidate small business owners, intimidate women sitting in a small business who didn't want to wear masks, who seemed fearful and scared. So Queensland police's response to this was to send a group of at least 10 police to go and stand around, surround these women and intimidate them. No one questions it. No one pushes back. No one questions why would you try and intimidate women? Is this the best outcome for the community? Just earlier this month, when a woman was arrested in Harvey Bay, so a quote from, so a quote from the cafe on social media says, one of our customers decided to leave the premises when the police came into the cafe. She was standing outside on the curbside watching the police check our customers from table to table, the cafe's post read. She offered to give her name and address, but politely declined to share her medical records. So they decided to place her under arrest for obstructing justice without reading her her rights. That's according to them. It was incredibly disturbing to see this law-abiding, tax-paying individual arrested and dragged into the back of a paddy wagon by five police because she wouldn't share her medical records. So I did see that footage and it was a weird scenario. All these police standing around pulling her in. According to the article, the woman is due to appear in Harvey Bay Magistrates Court on March 10, 2022. The Queensland Police spokesperson said officers had been working hard to protect business owners and their patrons, as recommended by the Chief Health Officer. So I don't know if just going around and arresting people is working hard with them, but continuing. The vast majority of the Wide Bay community had been very compliant with public health directions through the COVID-19 pandemic, and we urge members of the public to continue to work with us in the interests of keeping our community safe. That's what the police spokesman said. So as long as the community is compliant with what we want, as long as you're compliant, don't push back, don't question just be compliant. That's all the police want. And then everything will be fine. 
No one in the media questions actions by the police. Barely anyone raises an eyebrow to a female being arrested and held overnight for not showing medical details. And the police just want you to be compliant. Don't question the ethics or morals of their decisions. When you go up to the Northern Territory, just earlier this month, they declared a lockdown for the unvaccinated. And they declared that they are not allowed out of their own home they weren't even allowed to go into their backyard. They weren't allowed to go out to work, even if they worked outdoors. If you're unvaccinated, you literally were not allowed to leave your own home for over three days, even though the reasoning was based on old information. Even though at around the same time, the CEO of Pfizer, who make most of the vaccines, stated that a double dose of his company's vaccination vaccine was not enough to protect, to protect against Omicron. So even though double-dosed vaccinated people weren't, according to the makers of the vaccine, would not be protected sufficiently from the virus, still the, still the Northern Territory government enforced a lockdown targeting unvaccinated only. And yet again, no one says anything. There's no pushback from the media, no questioning from the media, no pushback from state from the Northern Territory opposition. The federal government doesn't say a thing and the church is silent again. So I'll tell you the definition again of a police state, a totalitarian state controlled by a political police force that secretly, and I would say not so secretly sometimes, supervises the citizens' activities. The totalitarian state definition According to vocabulary.com, defines definitions of a totalitarian state is a government that subordinates the individual to the state and strictly controls all aspects of life by coercive measures. So I could go on with more examples from the last two years, but I believe I'm making my point. Australia is like, is like the frog sitting in a pot of water and he doesn't realize he's slowly boiling. The boiling frog story is a, wide, is a widespread anecdote describing a frog slowly being boiled alive. The premise is that if a frog is placed in boiling water, it will jump out. But if it is placed in cold water that is slowly heated, it will not perceive the danger and will be cooked to death. So the story is often used as a metaphor for the inability or unwillingness of people to react to significant changes that occur gradually. So is Australia on its way to becoming a police state under the rule of a totalitarian regime? I believe we've been on this path for the past two years. I want to finish with something that Pastor James Cadiz had stated on one of his YouTube podcasts. He says, when a nation takes its eyes off God, they allow themselves to be given to bondage. Because God is the only one who gives us freedom, and he did this through his son Jesus. When a nation takes its eyes off of biblical principles, when a nation chooses to despise the things that God's word teaches us and turns us back on God, then you will see that nation go towards socialism, communism, and you will experience a loss of freedom. Because if they don't care, if the government does not care about God, then they most definitely 
don't care about you or your freedom. And we as Christians are supposed to be the preserving influence, the salt and light to this world. We are supposed to be the watchmen. We are supposed to be sober and we are supposed to be calling them out. When we see injustice, when we see unrighteousness, Jesus is coming and Christians find that very exciting. But we are called to stand up for righteousness in the midst. I believe we should all be very concerned about where Australia is going. And if you're a Christian, if you're supposedly a pastor, I believe it's your duty to stand up, talk about it to your congregation, talk about it from the pulpit. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.